Want to stay up to date in scientific literature, drug information, and pharmacy-related news? You're listening to The Pharmacy 5, the top five things happening in pharmacy this week in five minutes or less. And now, here's your host, Assistant Professor of Pharmacotherapy and Board-Certified Ambulatory Care Pharmacist, Dr. Elizabeth B. Hearn. Hello, and welcome to Farm 5. The date is Friday, March 24th, 2023. The FDA has approved another biosimilar to Humira. A citrate-free adalimumab formulation called Hiramaz has been approved for all the same indications as Humira. In clinical trials, Hiramaz showed similar efficacy, safety, and pharmacokinetics to Humira. Hiramaz is twice as concentrated as Humira, but dosing instructions remain similar between the two drugs. Humira's patent is set to expire this year after 20 years on the market without any competition, and it's estimated that there are a handful of other adalimumab biosimilars in the pipeline. While branded biosimilars are likely going to be pricey, like all monoclonal antibodies, multiple biosimilars in the market would create some competition and likely reduce some out-of-pocket costs for patients. Humira's first biosimilar, Amgevita, hit shelves in January, and we'll see what Hiramaz does to the market when it hits shelves in July. Speaking of Humira's competition, Fierce Pharma compiled a list of 10 drugs losing U.S. exclusivity this year. Vyvanse will lose its patent in August, and there are multiple generics of Listexamphetamine poised for approval later this year. Generic Vyvanse may be helpful in the ADHD world that's currently experiencing the Adderall shortage. Also, AstraZeneca's Simbacort patent will run out in July, and multiple companies are waiting in the wings with generics ready to go. AstraZeneca is attempting to slow down this process with patent lawsuits. Simbacort generics would make it easier for healthcare providers to adopt the GINA guidelines that allow for use of inhaled corticosteroids and LABA combinations as a rescue inhaler instead of just albuterol. The complete list from Fierce Pharma is in our show notes. We have a new antifungal drug called Resifungin on the way. The brand Roseo was just FDA approved this week for use in adults 18 and older with limited or no treatment alternatives for candidemia. Once weekly resifungin trials looked at non-inferiority compared to once daily caspafungin. Resifungin isn't a kinocandin fungicidal with clinical activity over candida albicans, glabrata, parapsilosis, and tropicalis. There's no established efficacy over other candida species like the treatment-resistant candida auris that the CDC issued a warning about this week, and it hasn't been studied in some infections like candida-related meningitis, osteomyelitis, or infective endocarditis. Roseo is dosed once weekly via IV infusion for four weeks and should be administered over an hour to prevent flushing and urticaria. Roseo is likely to come with a steep price tag, but it will be available this summer. Given the many ongoing, challenging drug shortages these days, the U.S. Senate may be getting involved. On Wednesday, the Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs held a hearing about drug shortages, which they call a health and national security risk because shortages are becoming more frequent and lasting longer than ever before. The committee recommended investing in drug production in the U.S. instead of overseas, regular governmental supply chain risk assessments, and increasing the FDA's authority to make all drug recalls mandatory when patient safety is a concern. Right now, the FDA lacks authority to do anything more than suggest a recall to the company in some situations. Next, we'll see how Congress responds to the committee's recommendations. Finally, previously classified documents about the origin of COVID-19 will be released to the public. 
U.S. intelligence is divided over whether a lab issue at Wuhan Institute of Virology sparked the global pandemic, and now the declassified documents only cite potential links. The COVID-19 public health emergency will end in May, so there are expected changes to the current healthcare landscape on the horizon. There will likely be a crackdown on short-staffed hospitals, and some expanded duties for pharmacy technicians and practitioners like pharmacists could be impacted. We'll try to keep you updated as the official end of the COVID-19 era approaches. Thank you to Dr. Crystal Hodge for your contributions. That's all for this week, folks. Catch you next Friday. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy 5. References for today's episode can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to contribute breaking news and hot topics in pharmacy, find your host on Twitter or TikTok at Liz Hearn PharmD. To receive your weekly update, follow our show, Pharmacy 5, wherever you listen. And we'll see you again next week. Thank you.